Good morning. Good morning. Drew's three, two, one. Yeah, we gotta work on that. Yeah, we do have to work on that, the getting going, because we definitely were excited to say good morning to you before we were even live. So good morning. Good morning. Um, so today, last week we talked about tiramisu or tsunami. Uh, thanks to my dyslexia, that became a real fun topic. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. I don't know how many people brought it up to me throughout the week <laughs> that we laughed about. So yeah, yes, thank you, Sarah's dyslexia, for <laughs> helping bring a lot of joy to yeah. our lives. Yes, and making fun of a maybe not as fun topic. Right. What did we well, even talk about? What, what was the two points that we... Uh, we talked about state interviews, state interviews, and I'm, honestly, I can't remember the other one. There were two points. Yeah. Mm. Well, go back and look. Yep, exactly. Go back and look too. Us too. <laughs> We've had so much going on. First oh. of all, I can't believe it's Friday. Where did the week go? It went so fast. Yep, Drew and I were talking yesterday at 2 o'clock that sometimes that's like the, oh, all of a sudden we get into a lull. Thursday, yeah. too, we need to start manufacturing some energy rather than energy just being inside of us. Uh -huh. And we were like, whoa, no. It's two o'clock on Thursday. We've got way too much to do. <laughs> we still have all the energy, and can we just manufacture more days in this week? Correct. Because we're not ready for Friday. We're not now. ready for Friday. No, 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 we're no, not. no, Let's no. Go. Uh, yeah. But this week we're going to talk about: um, Are you lying to yourself? Yes. I lie to myself. Like I lie myself when I set my alarm oh. at five a.m. and like. I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna run or bike or whatever. This morning I did get up. Good for you. I could tell because when you <laughs> when you boxered me this yeah. morning, I was like, ooh, some heavy good breathing. Good for her. She's outside. There is some heavy breathing going on there. I have to be honest with you that I've been my calendar and I have been lying to everybody. Ooh, yes. We do walk Fran in the morning. We do our devotional in the morning. Uh, we are not always reading or doing yoga in the okay, morning. Okay. Full disclosure. Yeah. <laughs> my time blocking and my calendar is lying to everyone on yes. our team. Yes. <laughs> Melissa's calendar is connected to ours, so it reminds us of all the things that she is doing, which is like lying. walking my dog every single morning. It is funny at though. Six twenty five AM, which is exactly what I'm doing at yeah. six twenty five most mornings. I get that reminder but I don't get your other reminders. Oh I, oh so I I totally shared something that was a secret inside, but I was honest with everyone. Or you, do you see that I do all, I'm supposed I, to do no, all the things, things you just things. don't get the I reminder. See your, I see your morning things and, okay. I, and I get the reminder. But those. nothing else? But not eight to five, I don't know. That's weird. I well, I'm glad that. you don't get reminded of all the things I'm doing <laughs> throughout, throughout the day. day. Oh, That'd be Owen's got a baseball yeah. game at blah, blah, blah. Yeah. For you too. Oh yeah. gosh, all over the place. So the real uh, reason we were talking about lying yourself, one, you know, the fitness journey, of course, always is kind of a, a little yeah. bit of a lie to ourselves. But um, in a conversation that we had with, uh, that Core Counts had with Pat Ritchie, which is um, with the table group, which is Patrick Lanzioni's group, yeah. uh, I am like, oh, I really should reread some of these books. I have most of uh, Lencioni's books and really enjoyed them because they're written more oh. like a fable. Yeah. Um, the one that I reread this last weekend isn't uh, written like a fable. There's still stories in there. If you have a book that doesn't have stories, then probably Kinda not. Losing. Yeah, yeah. probably not going to be reading it very long. But uh, the advantage. So the advantage is really kind of a compilation. Compilation. I just make up words. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. We'll know what you're talking about. Of some of his other books. So the you know he talks about the first thing being building a cohesive team, and he really references mm -hmm. the five dysfunctions of a team. 
then he talks about clarity and he talks about meetings and he talks about all the things but really it was in the clarity chapter that I had to be honest with myself that we tout core values as yes. core counts that's really what the core of core counts is is core values and really being honest with ourselves about what are really core values and what are aspirational values so Patrick um, breaks them down to core values like natural core values aspirational values accidental values yep. and permission to play permission to play so there's mm -hmm. those four kind of categories that if you have we met with an organization yesterday that had 10 core values yep so some of those are probably in some of those categories yep, those different four categories yeah mm -hmm. and reflecting on my business that's been around for two years light and our five core values love like Jesus intentional living give grace um, help others and trust that anything is possible we kind of use the word light to lean into our core values and thinking of what are re which one of those are really core like to be a human being <coughs> in our organization you have to have these um, and which ones are aspirational and it was really um, it helped gain clarity for me mm -hmm. and I'm in the business every day so when we communicate out and Drew does a fabulous job of communicating yes. out and being in alignment with our core values but if you were to walk in this space and we were doing our normal sarcasm heckling that we typically do it's you so might fun, be like, but yes mm, uh, doesn't your love like Jesus isn't that a core value where we're passive-aggressive and being normal Minnesota Minnesota North Dakota people um, but that's an aspirational be value I know that I will never be at that level but we're gonna strive to and try and keep that front of mind um, so yesterday with the team I got to I asked them what do you think our real core values are um, so we got to identify yeah. those and really think about it and just acknowledge and call out that I've been lying to you and saying that we are gonna love like Jesus in every transaction and every communication and we're gonna try um, but we are human so. yeah and so that means we grumble sometimes and we get irritated with one not usually with one another in no. this space yeah. but we get ir irritated about things and um, yeah and I we do have I, a lot, we have lots of stories oh my about gosh irritation. yes we do yeah when um, I had heard just this week that um, pastor Craig Rochelle and I don't know if he was the one who originally said it I love Craig oh my gosh me too um, but I've heard this before that we judge ourselves by our intentions and others by their actions and when I heard that I was like oh my gosh this goes right back to those um, core values that Patrick Lencioni talks about and thinking especially about those aspirational values and what we're putting out there to our customers our potential clients and our imp current employees and employees that we're recruiting mm -hmm. if we're saying that something is one of our core values yep. and really it's an aspirational value there is going to be some incongruence some friction there that their experience isn't quite exactly what the value is touting mm -hmm. and so that's something that is really great for us to just get in check with and both for ourselves personally and ourselves as an organization to remember go oh, our clients and our employees might be experiencing something different so when you're recruiting when you're talking to people when you're 
working on retaining those clients, check in with yourself to see if that's an aspirational value and we might accidentally be lying to ourselves and others <laughs> and how we may work to achieve that. I know at one point in my life, patience was not always, uh, especially patience between the hours of 6.30 a.m. and 7.40 a.m., <laughs> a.k.a. the times I'm trying to get up and get my kids up and out the door. Uh, patience was definitely an aspirational value, and my children probably would have said, uh, my mom's crazy in the morning, not patient. Right. <laughs> and so, different, different exactly, value there. very different, maybe not even a core value. So <laughs> that was an aspirational value for me for a while, yeah. and I had to really check against what was important and showing my kids love mm -hmm. and making sure they were prepared to show up at school, ready to learn, and I was prepared to show up to work, ready to lead, became more important to me than something else. So that meant sometimes I would show up at 810 and I had to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Because being patient and loving to my kids was, was far more important. It was something that you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah so you absolutely. Change. I, that reminds me of, I don't remember what show it was, but somebody says, calm down. And the person yells, I am calm! <laughs> Right, and when does when do the words do calm down ever help anyone oh, actually yeah. calm down? Oh my gosh! Uh, Kylie was doing that with Trigby this morning as he was so worked up and coughing and oh, buddy, yeah, take a deep breath. She's so soothing. Oh She's just gosh. a great human. She is a great human. You've been you do a great job. Good job, mom. No, no credit to me. Just the village that's raising. Hey, <laughs> it really does take a village. Yeah, to raise children. Yes, I tell it you. does. It yeah. does. It does. So we just wanted to pop on here for um, results trade and thinking of like, how do you drive results? Well, one of them is getting clear on what you really are and what your your values really are and communicating that effectively. So uh, in the advantage, they talk about communication and cascading. And I think one thing that is relevant in every coaching conversation that I have as I advise other businesses is a communication. They don't, we don't communicate enough and I was thinking about some of the prospecting meetings that we've had and like how do I fix this communication thing? Like how do I do it? Well, every business has this communication thing um, going on and in the advantage they talk about the essential meetings and mm -hmm. how to cascade communications and guess what? You're not getting off the hook just sending a mass email that's not why I know it's so lame it's so lame. Uh, even my itty bitty team of five you know we need to actually have face-to-face -face interactions to effectively communicate when you send an email there's so much opportunity for miscommunication and there's also not an opportunity to make it feel like a two-way street the reason we're hammering on culture and core values and those things in this results train conversation is because the workforce right now is shifting and we as employers are no longer in the driver's seat. Oh. Uh, well, we are, but I don't know. It's the it's basically like, like anybody can hop in, but really you don't want to do that either. You want to make sure that they're aligned, but trying to think of like how, what can I do as a leader to enforce this is a great place to work so that you are retaining your employees rather than having to go find them so really being clear on your core values and and being uh calling a spade a spade absolutely right? i i just you know sometimes i think going back to communication sometimes we've got this little bit of fear or ego that if we admit 
to someone that maybe we're not perfect in a spot, which literally no one's perfect, um, that there, there may be some disappointment, but really I feel like there is a lot more disappointment when we tout that we are something and then we don't show up that way. Yeah. So I, when you said clarity or being clear earlier, it made me think of Brene Brown's clear is kind yeah. and, and really allowing yourself that kindness and extending that kindness to others by saying, hey, loving like Jesus is one of our values and we know we're not perfect at it, yeah. but we are going to strive to show up like that every time and then the one we're not really good at is giving grace to ourselves. Yeah, we're really good at giving oh, grace to others. Yes. But giving grace to ourselves when we don't show up loving like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oops. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah. So I just encourage you to go through your core values, go through some of the things that you're saying, being okay with admitting uh, to yourself and to others that these are what we want to, this is not where we're at today. This is where we want to go. And that's great. That clarity also helps people be like, okay. So although that's not natural for me, I can remind myself that that's the behavior that I want to exhibit and yes. that the organization wants to exhibit. And then making sure that as you are getting people into your organization, you're focusing on those things as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It, it really keeps you on the track rather than being the train wreck. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because we've all been there before. I think. Yeah. No derailing. Nope. Always get back on track. Yeah, so thanks for hanging out with us this Friday morning. We hope you have a great hot weekend, and we'll see you next week.